Hello, you're listening to I'm Not That Old, Lady, and welcome. I'm Teresa Sayers. I live on a farm in Minnesota, USA. And I will try to figure out why we are so obsessed with age and aging. Be advised, some language may not be appropriate for all listeners. There may be some profanity that is not beeped out. This podcast is for informational purposes only. You should seek your own professional counseling advice if you feel the need. Oswald Vargas is a licensed marriage and family therapist practicing in California. He has 10 years experience in individual and family counseling. Oz, as he's known to his friends, has generously agreed to give us insight into why we feel as we do. I think you'll easily understand why I am so thrilled to add his expertise to the podcast. Here he is. This call is being recorded. Hello. Hello. How are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, how are you doing, my friend? I'm okay. How are you? Um, I'm doing better now. I wasn't feeling too well earlier this week. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I just kind of like, you know, scare me for a little bit. Um, I came down with a really case, bad case of the flu. Oh, no. Uh, but obviously with everything going on, you know, it's like, oh, man, you got me. Right. Uh, but luckily I got tested and came back negative. Oh, good. So so I didn't get the virus, but it was just, you know, it just zapped my energy. Oh, I bet. Um, so, but yeah, I'm a bit better, feeling, feeling much better. My energy is coming back. You know, just still push, pushing through, but um, but yeah, that's how my year started. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm all like, <sighs> you can only go up from here, right? Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! So trying to keep, you know, trying to keep a good attitude about it, and he was just a scare. But you know, I'm, I'm trying to be responsible and try to, you know, keep my distance and do all that stuff. But people still get it. Yeah, yeah, they do. So, yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm good. How's, new, good. how's, the, how's the new year treating you? <laughs> Better than yours is treating you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing's changed. You know, it's just we've been mm-hmm. sucked in with um, fog here in Minnesota, oh. which is kind of weird. This is supposed to be our coldest time of year and snowiest mm-hmm. time of year. And we've had mm-hmm. like ice fog, which for those of you in the southern climates, it mm-hmm. is no joke. Ice fog oh. is exactly what you think it is, and <laughs> just as frightening as oh. you can imagine. Oh wow! Yeah. Yeah. You, so is it like fog a, goes like everywhere. You cannot see, like you cannot see in front of you, kind of deal, or. Well, it wasn't that thick, but as you know, okay. fog is kind of everywhere. So yeah. you know, it's it's pretty on the trees. But on oh. the sidewalks and on the on the on the roadway, it's mm-hmm. kind of slippery. So, but so oh, far I've been true. unscathed. I've it's been fine. Oh, good, good, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, guess what? So, yeah. We have we have some listener mail that I found kind of interesting. We don't get a whole lot of listener mail. I don't know why, but awesome. and I love it. Okay. Yeah, and this one kind of um kind of resonated with me. So if you'll indulge me, I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Right. Let me. Let me. Okay. Let me see. All right, I gotta put you on speaker so I can read it. Uh, okay. And this is from Bethany in New Jersey. Okay. Uh, she says, "I was visiting a friend in another state. I thought it would be just the two of us, but her whole family was there too, children and grandchildren. This is upsetting to me, as I am an introvert with se- severe anxiety and cannot process a lot of noise and chaos." I really was hoping this trip would be quiet and relaxing, but during the trip, she kept treating me as if I were one of her children, giving me orders and advice I didn't ask for and disapproving of my activities back home. I was so shocked that I didn't know how to react at the time. I felt truly insulted and really didn't know what to say, so I said nothing. When I returned home, still shaken, I left the whole thing behind me. I have a busy life at home and value my downtime. It took several weeks for me to settle down. Then I get a random text. She asked if I was done being childish. Again, I was deeply insulted. So this time I wrote back with an explanation of everything that insulted me. I listed all the things that happened on the trip and that I I felt insulted. I haven't heard from her since. Should I pursue a dialogue? We're both over 60 and have been friends for many years. I just don't understand why I was treated like a child and felt she should respect my privacy. My goodness. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, then. Wow. Yeah, there's, there's a lot there's a lot there to, to unravel. Um so I have, I mean, I have quite a few questions that come to my mind, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, when I listen to this, obviously, I'd, I always like to get some context right behind. Uh, sounds like okay. So based on what I, what you told me, uh, sounds like this this having friends. So this behavior came as a surprise from, for, you know, for Bethany. She was she was surprised that the friend came came out of that way. Yeah, that's that's the impression I get. Right. Like this is because my first question is, is this normal behavior from the other friend? Right? Is she always <clears throat> try to play you know, play the parent or, you know, um always giving advice? If that's her normal behavior, then okay, within I would address it that way, right? Not that it's mm-hmm. I mean not I'm just trying to understand not to justify the parent's behavior by no means. Just to understand, like, because if this is a friend's normal behavior, then yeah, we have to talk about the dynamics of the relationship, you know. And, and so, what's happening that that is finally Bethany realizing that this is who the friend is, right? They've mm-hmm. been friends for a long time, but now Bethany is Bethany is uh, realizing that the friend, or is this just a, an, an odd behavior? Yeah, is this a one one time occurrence or has this happened right. often? Correct. You know. She doesn't say. Yeah. Um so that's I mean and so that because that changes the approach. 
really. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah, because, I mean, if this is in the dynamics, then I will talk to Bethany about, you know, how, how long has she felt this way? Like, this is not a new thing. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, and what happened, and why is, why is bothering Bethany now when it didn't bother her before? Oh, I see. So it's like learned yeah. behavior or accepted behavior? Right. It's like when people tell me all the time, oh, well, she changed, or, you know, or he changed. I'm like, yeah, but people don't change overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we don't see the red flags. I get it. Uh, I'll give you that, you know, that mm-hmm. we don't see it coming. But there's always signs. And then I go through this exercises with people i'm like okay tell me you know when you guys were dating what he's doing what's he showing this oh yeah i saw it this one time oh now that i think of it Mm. people people are always showing us their behavior we just don't look for it we just don't pay attention but the red flags are always there oh okay sometimes we go oh but he he does it to somebody else he will never do that to me Mm -hmm. you see that Mm-hmm, yeah. When, when so it's kind of like medicine, denial. Right. So right. the question is, you know, okay, so I get it. I don't expect people to, I mean, I'm able to pick up on these red flags because, again, I do this for a living, right? So I'm always looking for patterns. I'm always looking for for tell signs. Um, and they're, they're more obvious to me. Um, right. The average person, I, would, I wouldn't expect them to pick up on it. But if you really think about it, people have been showing us who they are all along. And the question mm-hmm. is, why do we chose to not pay attention? Or why do we, you know, when we saw it, why we decide to look the other way? Is it wishful thinking? Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, I understand that. Is, is it thinking like, oh, it's not that big of a deal? Then what does that say about us? Right? Oh, sometimes yeah. we, Sometimes we see that behavior in other people but we are afraid of confrontation. We don't want to bring it up, right? Right. Uh, we we love them, and we think it's not that big of a deal, so we minimize it. So what does that say about us? Right. Well, it sounds as what, though Bethany right. didn't want to any do any kind of confrontation at the time. Right. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's so it's, it's difficult to see what's really going on here because I don't know if this was a pattern from before or if this is a one-off. Right. Now, uh, I wrote something else here. Uh, so from when the friend coming back, the friend, so the friend reaches out to Bethany, right? Mm-hmm. And says, are you done acting like a child? Or are you done being childish? That's what he said. Right. Right? I think right. I wrote that. Um, so that tells me also that the friend is clueless. The friend doesn't think, doesn't think her behavior was inappropriate. Oh. You see that? Right. So yeah, we're, so I do know. So we're asking so we're asking two we're looking at two people that were dealing with the same situation but they're both they're both looking at it from different angles. Mhm. Well that's right. Bethany thinks yeah. so Bethany think Bethany is thinking you're being overbearing, the friend is thinking you're being childish. Mhm. You see oh, that? Dear. So there's always yeah. so 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 what is it? Right, we're we're just hearing Bethany's side. Uh huh. So, true. but why would a friend? So, why would a friend reach out to her saying, "Why are you being childish?" I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. No, is that it could be that the friend is really that clueless, and the and the friend is really that you know not sensitive to Bethany's needs, right? Is, mm-hmm. is she that kind of person? Like, if, if the friend knew, right? If the friend knows that Bethany is sensitive and she's you know, it, because the way Bethany is presenting is like they've been friends for a long time, right? Right? Did, did I read that right? Yes. Yes. Okay, the, the, right. The, the, I'm reading my notes here. So for two, so you you have friends. You've been friends for a long time with people, right? Yes. Now you know that their needs, if they're introverts or they're sensitive, so mm-hmm. you wouldn't put them in that situation, right? I wouldn't. No. Okay. So if this has been, if this friend knows Bethany for so long and knows Bethany is like this, an introvert and has anxiety around large people, right? Large mm-hmm. crowd. And the friend still puts Bethany through that, knowing how Bethany is. Then what does that say about this person? And, the, and then my question is, why would Bethany is friends with a person like that? Right, right. You see that? Mm-hmm. That's a tough so situation I, so, for both both parties, really. Well, that's what I'm saying. So I don't. So again, it's, it's so it's so hard to just make a, you know assumptions mm-hmm. based on because we're just hearing one side of, of how everything played out. Mm-hmm. But then again, to me, something that catches my attention is that the, that the friend thinks that Bethany is being childish. Right. So either the friend doesn't know, right, how Bethany is mm-hmm. really feeling, so she doesn't know Bethany that well. Right? Or she doesn't really oh. care. Oh. She's not sensitive to Bethany's needs. Right. Right. That's either unfortunate. Way, right, but but either way then, then 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 my question to Bethany is like then what are you getting out of this friendship? Yeah, what are you getting out of it? Because when I was reading well, it it was like, Well you're getting something out of it. Right. So so my question is so I would ask Bethany like, Okay, what am I missing here? This is supposed mm-hmm. to be your friend. That's something you consider your friend, mm-hmm. but she but she treats you like this. Mm-hmm. And if this is a one if this is a one off situation, okay, then what's really going on with a friend? Right, right, right. If this well, is a one off, then yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. they could be under a lot of pressure. Or they they I don't it, know what yeah. that situation was. Correct. You know, I don't know. Correct. Right. It, it could be. I mean, if this is a one off, then what's going on with a friend? Right. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about let's find out that, but then but if this is not a one-off, mm-hmm. if this is how the friend is, then then my question will go to Bethany. Um, right. You know what? Why would you be friends with somebody like this? What's going on right. there? Well, and I think she's asking if she can engage in a dialogue, and, and she seems resistant. Okay. To, you know, and I've been there too. Like, oh boy. Right. So, so okay. So, should I pursue a dialogue? Right. That's that's, that's what she's asking. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sounds like they've been friends for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there is there, there is something that is, this is not one of those like oh we we'll just cut him off and walk away. It's not that simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not somebody who you she just met, right? Mm-hmm. There is some roots in there. There is some friendship. So definitely, I, w- I would ask, you know, I would encourage her to reach out. But knowing 
that the other person for for communication to take place, the other person has to be receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. When whenever I teach my classes, when I work with people, you know, there's um, communication breaks for one of two reasons: either we don't know how to listen, or we don't know how to express ourselves. Right. No, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> So, but then even if you're the best listener or you're the best communicator, some people you just cannot communicate with because it takes two people. Mm -hmm. Uh, We we have to accept that. Some Mm -hmm. people are just difficult, right? There is another class that I teach, another section in my class, that there are some people who are just difficult, who are just, you either accept them for who they are or you cut them off. Mm Mm-hmm. Or because or, or you drive yourself crazy trying to get through to them. Oh, golly. I mean, both of them sound like miserable outcomes for the sensitive person that's trying to communicate. Right. Yeah, it is. It is. It's very unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, but that's 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 what it comes down to. If you, I mean, if you want to protect your own sanity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you want to protect your own, your or your emotional well-being, Sometimes you have to walk away, mm-hmm. and that is not easy. And it, I always say this: sometimes you have to walk away, even if it breaks your heart, because it's gonna break your heart. You no, know? yeah, it's gonna break your heart. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, that's, I'm not recommending that. I'm not saying go mm-hmm. ahead and just cut him off. No, it's not. No, I'm not recommending that. I'm saying re- give it a shot. Right? Sounds like Bethany cares about this friendship. That's why it bothers her so much. So I'll say, right. try. Yeah. You know, try, try to reach out and say, this is how I feel. Now, again, I'm, I'm, again, there's, I'm sure there's more levels to this. That's why I'm not, every time I say something, I'm more like, okay, take it with a grain of salt. Because mm-hmm. right. in all fairness, we only heard, <laughs> we are only hearing one side. Right. Um, so I'm not quick to be like, oh, the, the friend is, you know, the, no, I'm not. I'm, no, there's, I like to take everything in context. Right. And there's got to be more to it. Right. Right. But Bethany says um, that she's an introvert and she's having problems with anxiety. So, you know, which I wonder... is fair. And again, and that's real. And she mm-hmm. has every right to, you know, what the situation that she got thrown in uh, was very upsetting for somebody who's an introvert with anxiety, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, my question is, again, if they've been friends for a long time, was the friend aware of it, right? Did the friend knows, right? Um, I don't know if I – we talked about a, couple, a few weeks ago, we talked about love languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and, and to some people, they have – one is quality time. And I don't know if I remember the story that I share about this client of mine who was very upset, upset because she took her sister to lunch for her birthday, but then last minute my client's husband joined and the sister was upset that the husband joined. Right. And my client was upset with the sister because she's saying she's being ungrateful because we took her to lunch. Then I had to help her understand that the reason why the, that the sister was upset was because she didn't care about the lunch. She cared about the quality time with the friend. Mm-hmm. With my client, it wasn't about the lunch. Right. She, she just wanted that time with her sister. Right. Right. So that's where that that's where the you know misunderstanding happens. 
So I can understand that. That's uh, my love language is quality time, you know. Right. So imagine, you know, your husband says, Oh, you know, I'm 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 taking you out on, on this weekend getaway and you and you in your mind automatically you assume the two of us, which is wonderful. And then that very last minute he goes, Oh, but I'm, you know, my friend is joining us. Oh, I'd be pissed. You'd be like, What? <laughs> I'd be <laughs> right pissed. Like, Wait, what? You I don't want to go. So <laughs> right, you really want to go, right? You two uh, have fun. So, so I don't know if uh, again, I don't, I don't. Uh, if this were not, that's why I, I go back to the point that if this were two new people, I can see why the friend didn't know mm-hmm. about Bethany's feelings. But mm-hmm. if they've been friends for a while, and the friend, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. the friend yeah, knew the education. This, this is education. Then that's that, right? And then, so if she knew that Bethany was gonna was gonna it was gonna bother her, right? Um, and they still put her through that, and just expect Bethany to just get over it. No, that's that's insensitive from the friend, yeah. right? You just don't tell somebody get over it. You just don't tell somebody suck it up. Now, could there have been a breaking communication that maybe Bethany misunderstood? Right. Let, let me see. I'm, sure. I'm reading my notes here. Um, and did she say? I thought that that it was just the two of us. Well, did yeah, that? that's, that that's right? what the indi- the indication was that it was just going to be okay. the two of them on this okay. trip. Okay. So, so there you go. So again, there was a breaking communication. Mm-hmm. Was Bethany clear about that, or she assumed it? She, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't say. Right. Do you see what I mean? Uh, did she did Bethany assume? And and that's and and the friend they both assume, and then when obviously Bethany showed up with that intention, oh, okay, just the two of us, wonderful. But when there was more people, obviously it cut her off guard. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. again, there was that breaking the communication, right? They both assume, and then mm-hmm. there's the other part that once she was there, obviously she was bothered because that's not what she was expecting, and then the friend saying, telling her just get over it. Mm-hmm. So that that to me that's also a red flag. Um, or if the friend, I mean, the way I'm, I, one of the ways that I can read this comment, are you done being childish? Uh, if the friend aware that Bethany was bothered and that's how she's minimizing her feelings, that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it would t- be. let's say that let's say that we you and I miscommunicated. Fine. Right? Mm-hmm. But then but I'm still upset. And and you instead of saying, Hey, you know what? I'm sorry it was a misunderstanding, right? Right. I'm, I'm sorry you thought it was gonna be different, right? And I'm and I'm sorry it came out that way. Okay, at least you're acknowledging that I have the right to be upset. But then if you were to come back to me and said, Are you done being a child? Then you're totally dismissing, right? You're, st- you're right. totally dismissing how you feel. Ouch. Now, and then we go back to the other point. Is that how this friend is all the time? Or she's just having a bad day? Yeah. Right? Yeah, well, it wasn't just a what day. It, you know, it was a trip out right. of state. So. Right. That's what I'm saying, though. Is, is that how the friend treats her every time Bethany 
You know, uh, if every time Bethany tells her I don't, something bothers me, the friend comes back is, are you done being childish? That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Well, what does she do with that then? Well, then, then she has a choice to make, right? Mm-hmm. Is, that, yeah. is, that, is that what she wants? No, she can, again, sounds like she did came up to her. Well, I don't know. Uh, the friend led with, are you done being childish? And then Bethany came back and wrote here her explanation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then the friend never got back to her. Right. So uh, my recommendation will be reach out and say, can we talk about this? Okay, because this is mm-hmm. not even about that incident anymore. Mm-hmm. This is about the dynamic of the relationship. Mm. Oh, I see. This is this, this is bigger than just the one the one event. Right. Right. This is more about is this how a relationship is gonna be? Every time I, I tell you something bothers me, you're gonna play it down and tell me I'm being a child. If that's how it's gonna be, then then better needs to ask, do I want that type of relationship? Mm-hmm. Right? That's one. Right. Or maybe the friend comes back and is like, you know what? No, it wasn't okay for me to 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 make that comment, and it was out of, you know it was out of line for me. And then, even though it wasn't my fault, but I should have been more mindful, when, especially when you told me that it upset you, right? Um, mm-hmm. I should be more mindful of that. And then, okay, then you go from there because that's a healthy relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You make mistakes. Sometimes I, I you know I can say something mean. When people bring it to my attention, then I'll be like, you know what? I apologize. Right? Um, it was never my intention, and so I'll be more mindful moving forward. Okay, mm-hmm. then you then you go forward. But if you're going to get stuck on a, no, you know, like, you're just being a kid. Get over it. Then. Ouch. That's that stings, then, you know. <laughs> right. And sure. Of course. Of course. So then you ask yourself, right, do I want that? Do I want that right. in my life? Yeah. All right. Mm. Uh, so when she says, I don't understand why I was treated like a child, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very good question. So that, so again, that tells me that this is this behavior uh, was out of line, was not the norm. Because well, I, I would mean, think it wouldn't have been normal. Right, because otherwise Bethany would be like, I'm done being treated like a child all the time. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like that wasn't the case. Right, right. So, so I'm more like, okay, so what happened here, you know? So is there um, something that we can bring into this when it comes to mm-hmm. aging? I mean, if, if when people are getting mm-hmm. older, you know, I'm mm-hmm. heading in into the, the six zero mark here myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, do, do, I would just, you know, cause I look at what my parents went through and what I'm mm-hmm. facing. And I think to myself, mm-hmm. what was acceptable when I was 20 or 30 or 40 is no longer mm-hmm. acceptable now. So right. I have, I've changed, I've grown, I've come mm-hmm. to redefine boundaries and all this stuff. And in, you know, this whole podcast is about age and aging and old ladies mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why I was like, man, this email really resonates with me because I'm 
younger, mm-hmm. but I'm of that mm-hmm. era. And, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you know, I've had lifelong friends since we were in elementary school. I mean, seriously, mm-hmm. I've got 8, 10, 12 people that I could call upon at any point. Mm-hmm. But we're not the same mm-hmm. people we were when we were kids or when we were young adults or middle age because we're no longer middle mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if if that if there's some kind of dynamic that's going on in the aging brain cuz myself mm-hmm. I say, you know what? I have I I'm not going to put up with a whole bunch of this stuff anymore. I just I'm not going to I'm just not going to put up with it. So this is, you know, I'm looking at mm-hmm. Bethany's email and I'm nodding my head going, "Oh, baby, I understand." Mm-hmm. So is it is it an aging thing that after a while you're just like, "Eh, no, I'm not going to put up with this shit. I'm going to say something." Cuz maybe this mm-hmm. was a practiced relationship that these these two would act like this all the time. And that mm-hmm. finally Bethany is like, I've had enough. I I don't like this. Mm-hmm. This is not how I want to be in a relationship with a person. And then mm-hmm. the other person is not ready to hear that, whomever that may be. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, you, mm-hmm. why have you changed all of a sudden? How come all of a sudden you're acting like this? This isn't normal for mm-hmm. you when mm-hmm. actually it's the new normal. Mm-hmm. You know, there's got to well, be some sort of maturity well, that comes to a relationship. With with age comes wisdom, right? Part of growing up, life life puts you through experiences, and it's impossible to go through experiences without uh, without it influencing your behavior, your way of thinking, mm-hmm. right? Right. You're absolutely right. It is impossible to be the same person you were when you were twenty or thirty. Mm-hmm. I mean, Thank heck, God. we're not the same person we were a year ago. Right. Oh God! Right with every, with everything that happened in the last year. Look how much we have. We all have changed in a matter of a year. Mm-hmm. Right, and that's mm-hmm. that's part of evolving. You know, that's part of evolving. And uh, there is a there's a picture right now that is coming to my mind that that I always find. You know, it's, it's so true. It's so simple, but it's so true. It's about two butterflies. About one butterfly is already you know uh, full developed. And the other one is still in a cocoon. And mm-hmm. and one says, you change. And the other one goes, you were supposed to. <laughs> you know? Oh, that's kind of sweet. I like that. <laughs> right? We, no, we were supposed to change. Right? And that's that's what happens. We evolve. We change. We're supposed to evolve. And, and the sad truth about it is sometimes people grow apart. As you grow up, some people grow apart. You know, mm-hmm. we're, we're not uh, in an ideal world. We're still going to be friends with our childhood friends or in our early twenties because you know. But I'm telling you right now, I, that's not the case for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I had a lot of people in my twenties and even in my in my thirties I got left behind because they're 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 not part of who I am now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they feel the same way about me. Mm-hmm. You know, we just grew in different directions. Yeah. Right. And then, yeah, and I get it. And some of them I kept in touch, but I can tell that the phone calls have become longer, you know, and our lives have taken different directions. Right. And that's, that's life. And but we wanna we wanna hang on to, you know, I, I, have you ever gone to a high school reunion? No, oh, I go to them all. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Isn't it fascinating? How you see some people who are stuck 
like having changed in that and from high school and some of them said you don't even recognize them? Yeah. That's yeah. life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, That's life. In, in, in my high school, you know, and, and he was, you know, the abbreviated version, as I said before in another mm-hmm. episode, but in my high school, it, it was a small class, you know, like 200. And a lot mm-hmm. of us really do get together and a lot. It, it's kind of a, a special thing. I don't know if it's a Minnesota thing or if it's just this particular school. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people that I speak to around the country from different parts of the country, just they have no idea who they went to high school with. They have no idea who they are. <laughs> and I'm just like, right. are you kidding? You know, we'll have a 75% turnout for mm-hmm. a 30-year reunion. Mm-hmm. And we we have right. a great time. And we're laughing and eating and drinking mm-hmm. and reminiscing and right. going over and all this. And then, you know, it's done. And I really enjoy that, mm-hmm. those times that... Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It's nice to reconnect for an evening, but I don't mm-hmm. want to live with you. <laughs> you know, right. you know. Remember mm-hmm. that time in, in choir that we sang that? No, I don't remember that. But for some reason, you know, Marva <laughs> remembers everything. She's got a mind like a steel trap. And mm-hmm. you know, there are a, there's several women that I have stayed very close to throughout my mm-hmm. whole life, which is just the greatest gift in the world. So, mm-hmm. you know, it would break my heart if something like this were happening. But mm-hmm. we do we do grow up. We do mature. We mm-hmm. do change our minds or our ways or our psyche mm-hmm. or whatever, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think sure. I have. I've worked really hard last the last 2020. I worked really hard to improve and mm-hmm. look at things mm-hmm. and try and gauge mm-hmm. how I can just not be such a crazy old lady. <laughs> I don't want to be that old lady. <laughs> I'm not that old lady. <laughs> right. It's the whole point so again, of the that, podcast. That that you know that that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. You know, that uh we wanna hang on to our friends. We want to, you know, we want them to grow up with us and evolve with us, but people grow apart. Yeah, I suppose. And then, you know, and, and that's, and again, some people you take with you. And again, I know people who have been friends for forever. I do have friends, you know, that I've known, but for, I don't know, 30 years plus. It's uh, a long time. If not more, if not more. But again, our conversations have evolved. You know, I don't talk to them very often, but I check in with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I do have friends that I grew up from Peru. But I still checking once in a while, you know. Um, but again, the conversations have evolved. Where we we talk as professionals now, you know, because we yeah. share the same career. Mm-hmm. So so we talked about that. Um, other friends, we just don't have anything in common anymore. Mm. You know, um, so we drifted apart. Yeah. And it's sad because I look at the pictures and I reminisce the memories, but that's not my reality anymore. Right, right. Right. And and so so the, again, that comes with age. You know, and, and as you get older, your group gets keeps getting smaller. Well, yeah, but gosh, I mean, how small can it get? Right. You know, well, I mean, I mean my it, and people mm-hmm. are different cuz my mother was never one for having a friends. Period. Mm-hmm. Let alone yeah. a few. 
My father, on the other hand, was the social butterfly. He would actively pursue new relationships. My mom has tons of friends. My dad, he has acquaintances. But I don't think think, uh, growing up, I knew of a couple of guys that he worked with. But he's, you know, and I I, I can see why it's that. I think I'm becoming a little bit like, I'm a a mixture of my mom and my dad. I do have Mm -hmm. friends. I do go visit. Um. But again, that's that again. That's that's part of growing, and um, again, with age comes wisdom. You become, you know. I, I was I, I was listening to this comedian talking about once you hit your forty, you stop caring about some stuff. You know, it's like it's true. You're over it. <laughs> you know, you're really like you're like you know you don't care for drama as much anymore. Oh, you God. know, and so you know. But when you're in your twenties, thirties, like okay. Right? Yeah, uh, it's all about but, the drama. But, oh, I hate it. Oh, right? my God, I hate the drama. <laughs> but I'm like, that is so true. And he's like, you know what? He goes, I'm 40 now. You know, it's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> really? like, if that's how you feel, go ahead. Knock yourself out. <laughs> right. Goes, I'll be over here. I'm over it. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm over it. And again, that, that, only, but that only comes with age. Mm-hmm. That comes with yeah. age. So, but if somebody of my age is still like hip yeah. deep into the drama, I'm, mm-hmm. I would be wondering about yeah. their emotional that's, age. Exactly. There you go. Uh, again, some people are, that's all they know. And they surrounded themselves with that. You know, to some people, they grew up with chaos. They grew up with drama. And honestly, throughout their life, they, that's, how they con- that's how they connected with people. So they're addicted. If there is no drama in their life, their life is boring. So whenever there is no drama, they'll make some. So that's what drives them. They have. Yes. If there is no drama, they'll find they'll, they'll they'll put themselves in the middle of drama. Yeah, I suppose. That's that's oh, the only that's the only way that's the only way they know how to relate to people. It's pretty sick. Oh my God! I can't even. Yeah, it's very yeah. dysfunctional. It's very dysfunctional, but to some people, that's the only way they know how to connect with drama. And then mm. eventually, you know, eventually they burn bridges and they find themselves alone, and eventually they're like, okay, so this is not working anymore, right? And so they, mm-hmm. they through help or maybe their own, you know, their own work, they realize, okay, I need to change, right? This, so they start looking for more stable relationships. Mm-hmm. Friendships, not just romantic, mm-hmm. but you know, like that's I'm, I'm, I'm in my, that's where I'm at in my life right now. Um, you know, uh, Facebook. When I, you know, you, maybe ten years ago, fifteen years ago, whenever somebody would put something on Facebook, you know, you know those people on Facebook that put messages like, "Oh, I'm having a bad day" or something, they're just fishing, and everybody's yeah. jumping in like, "Oh, tell me about," you know. Uh, and I used to be one of those people that would answer to that. If somebody was like, "Oh, I'm having a horrible," you know, but they will they wouldn't, they won't, they don't put the specifics. They just throw out the bait, and oh. um, and and everybody jumps on it, right? Mm-hmm. Because they they they're, they're fishing for that attention. Before I would jump on that. Now it's like, okay, sorry, that sucks for you. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you got my number. <laughs> if you really need, if you really want to do something about this, you know, 
uh, I can help you, but I'm not going to go look for you. You know, the most I would do is when I reach out to people, it's like, hey, I'm sorry you're going through a hard time. You have my number. I'm here for you. I'll wait for your call. Right. Yeah. And then, you don't need to be the rescuer every day. Right. But, again, that that's me now. That wasn't always the case. Right. But now we know better. I, Oh right. man, I just I like to scroll past that. Every once in a while, I'm like, oh, you're fine. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> but a lot of times, a lot of this stuff on Facebook, I'm just like, oh Jesus, just scroll right. on by. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I just literally, especially this week, I just literally forcing myself to to just, you know, I jump in, I jump in here here and there just to see what's going on with the world. But every day, <laughs> yeah, working, I'm like, no, I'm out. Yeah, I don't need to, I don't need more stress in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the whole country went through enough stress on Wednesday. So, I mean, yeah, it's, that it's whole like, thing you know, was bananas. We just, just we went into this year all hopeful, and it's like, okay, you know, 2020 was rough, and let's start with the with the right foot and let's get going, and boom, right out of the gate. Right out of the everything gate. went sideways. It's it didn't like, even really? make it a week. I'm like really. I, I love what people are saying. Like, um, I would like to cancel my my trial subscription to yeah. 2021. My, my seven know, day trial. <laughs> I've seen enough. I want to cancel. I saw that. that and I just funny. giggled. That was funny. If it was only that easy, it's not. I mean, we're all stuck right. in here together. But golly, it's right. just like, oh God, we didn't even make it a week. Yeah, and then people. I guess for me, in my line of work, you know, uh, I see what people are going at a personal level. You know, I'm, I'm not oblivious to what's going on in the world, but I, every day I deal with personal mm-hmm. stuff from people, you know, and that it puts it in perspective. Mm-hmm. Like the, the people that I work with, my clients, I mean, they don't, they don't got time to deal with that drama. They got personal drama going on in their right. lives. They have they have so much going on in their personal life. They don't have the energy, you know, or the stamina to deal with that part. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there you go, let, let me go through my personal stuff first. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, so the, this week, more than ever, actually, I literally had to shut out the outside. I'm like, right. I, I just couldn't deal. Especially me not feeling well, you know, just waiting for that answer for the test, man, it's horrible. Um, oh, I can't. I haven't been you know, tested at all, so I can't even imagine. Yeah. It's just, just waiting for that email or the phone call, and so I was like, I just couldn't deal with that. The outside, so right. and it happened everything on Wednesday too. It was hilarious because I got tested on on Wednesday night, I think. Yeah, so all day Wednesday, I'm waiting. You know, uh, I was waiting dealing with, you know, for the phone call from the doctor and all that. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't got time to, to, to look at the news right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where I'm at. You know, um, I, I've learned that I have to pick and choose. Pick and choose. Well, isn't it, isn't yeah. it always, it's kind of like that whole, you know, the, the supplemental mm-hmm. air coming out of the overhead compartment in the airplane. You know, you got to put your own on first before you help somebody right. else. I just uh, think of that. What, yeah, yeah, that is true. And that's exactly what we teach people. You know, whenever you're in a crisis, if you, like for me, if I'm not in a good place, how can I help other people? I can't. 
I just can't. I'm not a machine. Right. You know, uh, uh, you know, I don't like especially having your own business. You don't get the luxury of taking much time off because if you don't Mm -hmm. work, you don't get paid. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but for the first time, I had to take that day off. I had to. It wasn't like, oh, I want to. I had to. My body just couldn't keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, and even then, I kind of like did it halfway because I only I, I worked uh, the evening on paperwork, but but I needed that. You know. Uh, yeah. Good but again, the, but but ten years ago, you would have told me, I was like, no, let's keep pushing. Mm. You know, let's keep going. So. So, but I know I know better now, and again, that only comes with age. Right. You know, well, the older you get, the harder it is to bounce back, too. So, let me right, tell you. Right, right, yeah, for sure. It's quite humbling. Mm-hmm. It's quite humbling. It's quite humbling. Mm. So, so yeah, so, uh, you know, going back to Bethany, you know, um, there's obviously there's more layers to the story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my, my 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 two cents, I guess, to her, you know, will be definitely sounds sound from what she's saying. Sounds like she does value the friendship, so I would I would reach out and have a conversation, right, about hey, what what is really going on, right? Um, mm-hmm. If if it, was this a one off, so what's going on with a friend, or if this is how the relationship is going to be, right? Then right. then if this obviously she's not. Um, she's not happy with the way it is. You know, the friend, this is how the friend is, acts, dismissing her feelings. Um, then, then Bethany has some some thinking to do. Yeah. You know, this this is what she needs in her life, right? Right. right. And it's not easy. I, I always get a pushback from people. Easier said than done. <laughs> of course, you know. But no, it's, but it's not. I ne- I never said it's easy. You know, I never said it's simple. Right? Um, right, but that's what he takes. Right, work. that's what he takes. Takes a little work. Yeah, right. So, so, and then she needs to ask herself, right? Um, at what price am I willing to keep this friendship? If this person, and I'm, I'm not saying it is, but if this is the way this person acts, dismissing her feelings and put her puts her down. Then Bethany needs to ask herself, at what price do I want to keep this person in my life? Mm-hmm. A what yeah. price, right? Does, now, uh, yeah. just because if you cut somebody off doesn't mean you stop loving them. You okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I love a lot of people that are, I'm keeping at a distance because I know it's it's not what I need in my life. But right. I never so stop that's loving the whole, them. That's the boundaries thing, right? Exactly. I can love you, but I still have my boundaries. Right. You know, that doesn't mean I stop loving you. Yeah. yeah, well, I think that would be helpful for a lot of people, not just Bethany. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, right. look, you know, we mm-hmm. we can't communicate this way because it's so right. injurious. You know, it's, it Correct. causes that person or somebody else, We, you know, they can't, right. you know what I mean. And, and, again, yeah. and the relationship evolves. You know, maybe uh, the friendship becomes one of those where you just check in with each other you know, a couple of times a year. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, the, you know, it, it goes from let's talk all the time to, you know, I'll check in with you here and there. Right. The relationship just evolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the way it, I guess it's going to be. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully so, she listens and and you know gets back to us yeah. because I think that would yeah, be I, I, yeah. Yeah, I hope I hope she's able to. Uh, ideally, I, I really hope that she's able to talk to the friend and the friend is receptive. And there, I really hope they're able to have a good conversation, mm-hmm. and the yeah. the friend is able to to understand where Bethany is coming from, and they're able to get past that. I really hope for that. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, my friend. Okay, my dear. All right. Well, well I, I love this. I love this. So, yeah, to our listeners, please, uh, it's a new year, and there's a lot going on. A lot, you know, this this past year has definitely affected us all, affect all of us, all of us, oh, in many different everyone. levels. Uh, yeah. So, you know, please reach out. You know, we're here for you. And um, do you have any, any thoughts? Uh, there's uh, I'm dealing with a lot of grief right now. There's You know, it's getting closer to home. For people, mm. a lot of, there's mm. you know, a lot of people losing loved ones or no. Now the the virus has taken a pace, so yeah. so a lot of people are struggling with that now. Oh my God, you're down like, in LA yeah. too, which is uh, like uh, raging. So so it's one of those like you know it's, it's it's getting closer to home. So a lot of people are having a hard time. How do I deal with it? You know, uh, mm-hmm. young people, adult people, they're being affected by it now. Even even if the person that died wasn't a, a close loved one, but just knowing, you know, just having a face, um, it's affecting people emotionally. So of course it you would. know, if, if somebody's going through that or feels they're they're being affected or they don't know what to do with it, please reach out, and definitely we'll, I can talk about that how to cope with it. Sounds good. Okay. Good deal. All right, my friend. All right. Well, try well, and get some rest. You uh, do. You need more reps. I'm just gonna be a mama right here. <laughs> I know. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm. I'm definitely. I'm definitely learning to to rest down. So I'm gonna work for a couple more hours and then just take the evening off. Good so, for you. Yeah. Good for you. Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, my friend. Sounds good. Good chatting with you. All right. Good chatting with you, honey. I'll talk to you later. For sure. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. You've been listening to I'm Not That Old Lady. I really appreciate your time and giving me your insights and letting me know how we're doing. I found this segment to be really insightful and I'm not opposed to looking at things in you know the cold light of day. I'm really not. Oof, you got to be careful of what you're looking at, but... I think I'm making some progress. didn't intend to have this podcast all about my parents because I think a lot of people are dealing with their parents aging and their own aging or their children's struggles and stripes. And I think we are where we are and with life so busy and COVID and the pressures of society we're all dealing with some stuff and we need to kind of rely on each other. So thank you for your time and thank you for letting me know how you feel about the podcast. And please keep subscribing and telling people about it and giving me emails. I really enjoy those. And that can be done at I'm not that old lady at yahoo.com. And we will look forward to the next episodes.
Take care.